Welcome to Health Nuts. Uh, thank you, Neil, for his program, um, Heroes and Friends. That's Neil Hawes. And today um, our, I have my guest, uh, Emma Queen. Emma was here in July, and we talked about all things hypnosis. Um, she's back now. Welcome, Emma. Hello. Thank you for having me back, Lizzie. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> it's lovely having you. Uh, today we thought that we would talk about hypnosis and past lives um, so, you know, it's not a part of uh, the Western culture, is it? Not really? at all, no. It, and for some people it's a little bit too woo-woo, mm-hmm. but it's definitely something that's come up naturally mm-hmm. as a hypnotherapist. And I know you have dabbled for a number of years. In Many the... years. Well, I discovered <laughs> it when I was like 18 years old. That was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then uh, one of the th- a book to read that's really good is uh, there's a man, he's a psychiatrist called... Brian Weiss, and uh, he was in New York. Um, he's now the head of psychiatry for the Mount Sinai hospitals in New York and Miami. But at the time, he had a patient who was getting into trouble all the time. Um, she just kept having affairs and doing self-destructive stuff for herself. And um, so he was age regressing, regressing her back to find out when a trauma had happened in her life so that he could work on that. And uh, there was a time when he got to the age of three and somebody had interfered with her. And he's like, oh, you know, that's it. That's what's causing this behavior. But it didn't change a thing. So in desperation, he has her in hypnosis and he says, go to when your troubles began. Well, she's walking around in ancient Egypt, right? (laughs) Which was a little unexpected for him, from my my memory from that book. Yes, because he was so straight, medical doctor, you know. So he tests her for psychosis and and hallucinations and drugs and everything, and it's all negative. And, of course, then uh, once she's in hypnosis, she's giving him information that nobody else knew. His his wife and he had lost um, a child in another city, another time. They never spoke of it. Nobody knew. There's no way this patient of his would have known. And she was um, talking about this child with the strange name I think it was Aram or and, and wasn't a common name anyway he that is actually mainstream now well, and I trained with him in New York and there were um, a lot of psychiatrists and psychologists and mm. people doing his training and this was a while back wasn't it so even even now mm-hmm. it's um, it's it's more common for us to talk about um, past life regression in hypnosis now, but back then it was quite unusual, right? It was really um, something people just thought you're a little bit loony. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> because it's not we all. <laughs> and yet there are lots of, I'm quite sure there are a lot of references to it in the Bible for people who think that, you know, there's yeah. something, there's, there are. I'm not exactly sure what they are, but a theologian will tell you. And our culture is a minority. Absolutely. Most of the world do believe in that. You yes, know, certainly the Hindus do. Buddhists do. There's the, the yeah. So he wrote a number of books, didn't he? Lots. And mm. one of the books he wrote was about two clients of his that actually knew each other in a past life. Only love is real. Yes. <laughs> so they they were together in a past. I think they were brother and sister. There were quite a few past lives together, and he couldn't introduce them because of the confidential. Yeah. Re- like you're not supposed to share this information. Um, he did in the book with permission in the mm-hmm. end. Yes. But these two, um, he tried to orchestrate the meeting in the meeting room, in, <laughs> That's right. in the waiting room before they went in and that yeah. did not work. Yeah. And I think in the end they met on a plane randomly mm. and did fall in love. So mm. that, that book is, that's, that one stayed with me for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, because, so it's about soul groups, that families. We have families here on earth. Yeah. In, in this planet, in this incarnation. But we also have families on the other side, our souls, and we tend to run into the same people again. And like you were mentioning before, there's your deja vu. And you meet people you instantly like and get on with, and there are others where, you know... That's right. You you know when you meet someone, you're like, oh, they get me, or Mm -hmm. I get them, and you just feel completely comfortable with them. I really believe now that that's a soul relative Mm -hmm. of, of... sorts from some lifetime and this is one that's could be a little bit sad but you know when you meet somebody and you think you fall instantly in love with them i've had this experience and think oh i just know them so much and we think they're soulmates and they probably are but very often not very often but often enough that is yes it's someone you knew from a former life but there's a bit of unfinished business there yes that is right (laughs) (laughs) and And it's this lifetime that you have to deal (laughs) that's right that's right i had a woman um um she uh, was with a man and she broke up with him four times could not stay away from him there was this just magnetic attraction Mm. and he was not a nice man yeah I knew him. He wasn't nice at all. And um, she came for a past life and she went, I don't usually do this, it's because she knows, um, she's a bit savvy with hypnosis and all that. She went straight into a life and she was um, crying straight away. And I don't let people feel pain unless their soul wants them to, basically. So I'm like, Where, what's on your feet? It's a common question to ask. I'm barefoot. So then, as a therapist, as you know, you start thinking, are they native? Why? And then what are you wearing? Rags. Where are you? England. I'm like, okay, go back to when times were good. So she goes back to her childhood and she's laughing. She's in this big mansion like Downton Abbey. It just sounds fantastic. I love that. <laughs> I love them <laughs> guiding me through these wonderful places. Anyway, we moved through time to significant events to a time where um, there was a man coming to the door selling vegetables and he was not of the same class as her and it was never going to happen, but she felt madly in love with him. She just adored him. You know, she's a teenage girl, you know, she's got a mad crush on him. And she actually eloped with him. Uh-huh. She ran away with him. And um, you can imagine she would have been disowned by the family in those yeah. days. So she ran away. And um, as soon as he had her, he started treating her badly. And he was beating her and starving her. And it was really horrible. And she, uh, he actually killed her. It was horrible. Anyway, let's get away from that. She, the lesson was she died craving this man's love. She adored him. Mm. 
And so when she met him in this incarnation, so she had to, I, I suppose her les- lesson was self-love no matter what. I think yeah. that's mine too. Yeah. So those people get challenged a lot by people, you know, prove that you love yourself, prove mm-hmm. that you're better than this. Anyway, so she runs into him and it was instant. Oh my God, this attraction was so strong in this life. But she had died craving his love. That man was never going to love her. And he was never going to, he's not going to love her in this life. But she couldn't break up with him. But when she saw what it was, no problem. She had the awareness. Easily, yeah. And and it just cleared it. So it's useful for healing. um, Oh, definitely useful for healing and awareness. (laughs) So tell tell us um, how you've used uh, it for healing. Um, well, actually, you were an integral part of this a number of years ago. I was a complete skeptic. So for anyone I know you were. <laughs> that is like no way, there is no such thing as a past life. I, too, thought the exact same thing and I attended um, a session with Leslie and a few other ladies and I was completely, you know, arms crossed, body language was like, <laughs> this is not happening, yeah. I'll, I'll play along, I'll, I'll just play along. And my daughter came with me as well, so I was more there for her. And um, we went into a session and I looked down at my feet and they were not my feet. They were (laughs) adult, well, kind of like a teenage boy's feet with like hairy toes. (laughs) And I'm like, they're not my toes. And I'm standing on dirt going, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. And um, we went through the lifetime and I was a potter. I I created amazing pottery. Mm-hmm. And so we went through the whole lifetime till the end of life. It was a great lifetime. I was very creative. It was a, a beautiful life. Um, I'm guessing it was, you know, pre-Christ times because mm-hmm. it felt very, very old. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I came out of it going, what was that? <laughs> and so I think we did a few more sessions that time. But, you know, looking for the gold in those past lives, you know, I am quite creative. Mm-hmm. And we are. I'm quite good at a lot of things. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting that that's now in this lifetime. So that was enjoyable. But, yeah, I was a complete sceptic. And then since then, it is in the last, what, four or five years, mm-hmm. it has taken off not only for myself but in my practice. It's also happened with uh, clients mm-hmm. accidentally. Yes. It's funny how it can happen accidentally. I mean, people come to see me deliberately to do it. And the thing is, too, with, with one-on-one, you, we both do one-on-one. With one-on-one, um, I can handle trauma, so can you. So yeah. if you come to, it's safe. So yes. people are terrified they're going to be tortured in some other life. And I just pull them out. And I'm sure you do a similar thing. We, there's no need to feel that pain again. You, you can watch what's going on. And the point of going, sometimes it's just curiosity. You know, I was, what was I? But if, if it involves some trauma that's been brought into this life for some reason, um, you can look at what's going on. The person could just view the scene to get the lesson. Yes. What you're calling the gold. Why do yeah. I need to see this? What's it about? Is that a pattern that's now replaying in my life of some level? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it can be. Very healing. And then, uh, but running groups are fun as well. And I do. I run workshops and groups. That's and right. I'm going on Sunday. We've got a, we've got <laughs> yeah. a session on Sunday. There is one on Sunday. <laughs> and we'll give a ticket away to that later if people want to phone oh, in. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, but... Um, with the groups, um, it's all fun. So we'll go to a life where you had a talent that you can use. And I presume that's what I did with you and you it found was. you were a potter. Yes. So and, and initially go- I was a little bit upset that I was just a potter. <laughs> I wanted to be so much more. And I think that's what people do kind of go into going, I want to be an Egyptian princess. Mm-hmm. I want to be Tutankhamun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you can. <laughs> 
Not but a lot, the way. with a talent, a lot of people will go back and they'll find that they were a painter or a writer and say, it'll often say, I've always wanted to write and I've always wanted to paint. In fact, it's just reminded me, there was a woman who came to um, one of my workshops and then she came back for something else. Now, in the workshop, everyone talks about their journey when they come back. And she said that she was a town planner. She's a town planner now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was a town planner in this other life two, three hundred years ago. And um, she got her name. She was a man in that life. She got her name and a bunch of stuff. And she told me about it. And I was like, wow, well... She came back to another event a few weeks later and said, I just have to tell you this. When I got home, I said to my mom, I was a town planner in another life. And my name was, and her mom went, that was your great-grandfather. So, And she'd written her great-grandfather, her, in another, so had written a book. Yeah, so it's wonderful when you get evidence. Uh, There's one woman um, who's done a past life with me, and she went back to the U.S. Civil War, and she was bayoneting um, people on the other side and apologizing. She didn't want to be there at Mm -hmm. war. and um, But we got a name, and she went and looked up the U.S. Civil War records afterwards and found that name. Wow. And she did another time where she went back as a soldier in World War II and went down as a submarine, and she got the records and the name for that. So there is evidence. People that say there isn't, there isn't. There's one famous case in India where a woman was murdered by her husband, and she reincarnated not long after in the next village. But she kept a memory of that. We, we often wipe our memories when we're born, right? That's why we think we yeah. can be skeptical, like, oh, that's not true. But she recognized it, and she knew who she was. And she went to the police and told them where he'd hidden the gun in the wall. And they found it, and he went away for murder. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's huge. <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> yeah. My guest is Emma Queen. We're talking about all things hypnosis and past lives. And we'll come back in a moment and we'll talk a little bit more right after um, we listen to Kate Bush. Now playing on the best radio. At home, in the car, at work. The station the Illawarra can relate with. 106.9 Fox FM.
Lovely Kate Bush. Um, I'm Leslie Nicholson. You're listening to Health Nuts on Vox FM. My guest today is Emma Queen. We've been talking about past lives, reincarnation. Uh, we both had experiences with that with, with our clients. Um, so, Emma, people are afraid sometimes about this. Um, so, wh- what have you got to say about people's I mean, fears? I think people, I suppose, relating to this is the fact that people can often have unreasonable fears. Mm-hmm. So, they're um, they might be scared of water unreasonably and they've never had any childhood issues, you know, they've never been scared of the water or they might be scared of dogs, but it's kind of like an unreasonable fear. So sometimes I've had people come to me and go, I'm really, really scared of the water, I don't know why, what's going on? And so we've done a past life regression and mm-hmm. something's happened mm-hmm. in a life beyond this one because, mm-hmm. they, you know, we can reason it all and go, well, no, you had to... You know, you lived in the country, you didn't even live near the water. Mm-hmm. But nothing actually happens. So for some people, they have a fear, an unreasonable fear. I, I've actually got one myself. I've got a fear of um, tight scarves. So I don't yes. have to wear a tight scarf no. around my neck. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I'm guessing, and mm-hmm. I don't really feel the need to go there, I'm guessing that in some lifetime... You've been hung or choked or something. Something like that, that's Mm -hmm. right. Because we've all had some terrible past lives, right? Mm -hmm. But we've Mm -hmm. also had some good ones. So I tend to focus on the good ones Mm -hmm. unless it's something that's keeping me from moving forward. But I suppose coming back to your original question is what are people scared of in terms of going back into their past lives? Mm -hmm. Well, that's why, you know, seeing a therapist is something that's going to be very healing for them Mm -hmm. so they can move through that phobia to so they can move forward in their life. Mm -hmm. And we can come back, like you said, with birthmarks and pains and things. Yeah, so some people might have an odd birthmark. You know, they've been proven that that past life they were shot with an arrow in Mm -hmm. that particular space or burns perhaps. Absolutely. I had a woman who came to me. She was sent by a Bowen therapist. She's been to physios, chiros, doctors, MRIs, everything. Couldn't find out why. She had rib pain Mm -hmm. and ankle pain. I'm making a two-hour session very short here. But we went back to a life where um, she was in a very wealthy family in England again. And she went to... We go to significant events. She said, I'm wearing a a white dress, um, but I'm a debutante. Okay, she wasn't getting married, a debutante. And my dad's there. He's wonderful. I love my dad. And then um, we went farther on. Now, she'd been seeing... Before, I should have said before, she'd been seeing a man in a top hat and visions and dreams saying, are you going to behave yourself, Missy? And um, she didn't know what this was. And the Bowen therapist said, oh, that's past life. So so we go through farther and farther. She goes into town with her mother in the horse and carriage and sees people and said, who are they? And her mom says, they're present. They're peasants. Should we, you know, they were starving. They were, you know, in rags. And she said, we've got to help them. And the mom says, well, no, we don't do that. Blah, blah. Anyway, she was determined she was going to help. 
I'm trying to make this quick. So she in she ran, she was told that wasn't going to happen. She was going to learn embroidery and music and whatever ladies learned. But she ran away. She, she didn't know what to do. She ran away. She was caught, brought back, put in a barn. She ran away again. And this time, um, her father was there and he was wearing a uh, top hat. And he was saying, are you going to behave yourself, Missy? And uh, he'd been at, he'd been at the debutante. She'd said to me, "My father's so important, so important." I was getting the feeling he was a slave trader. I didn't say anything, but that's what I got yes. anyway. I didn't say any more than that. You're getting and, that and, too. Well, we well we can't, can yeah. we? As no, therapists, like we, no, no, no. We start but to get inklings. But I we didn't can't like him. <laughs> I didn't like it, but she adored him anyway. So there, she's caught for the second time. She's put in a dungeon. She's got um, a shackle around her ankle, and um, he asked her if she was going to behave herself. She wasn't. He was a horrible man. She adored him. Same as similar to that other story. Anyway, he gave the order and they kicked her to death and broke all her ribs. So, for some reason, she came into this life with the ankle pain and the rib pain. So after she did the session, it went. So hmm. So they're often echoes, aren't they? The the pains that people can get are echoes of the past. Yeah, like you with your scarf thing. Yes. Yeah. So sorry (laughs) if it just came in there, but what about, um, you were saying about the fears that people have. Well, it's, it's those irrational fears. I suppose it's like... Um, when they come and see me and they go, I just can't explain mm-hmm. why I feel this way. Well, then that's often an indication that mm-hmm. it's maybe not happened in this lifetime. Absolutely. I've just thought of another one. A woman who came in like, you know, we can get rid of fears in another way, yes. like phobias oh, release. Absolutely. We can do that as hypnotherapists, but sometimes you get a sense that's a lot more. Yes. There's no ev- there's no reason why they've got this phobia. Well, it's not even a phobia. I had a woman who came not long ago who hated going up hills and on bridges. And um, there'd been a person who'd come into her life, I'm being vague here on purpose, a person who'd come into their life who was really dominant and who was affecting a family member of hers, like in, a, in an unusual way. Mm. Anyway, um, we went to a past life. We decided that's probably the, the place to look. She's in a carriage in another country in Europe. I'm not going to say what one. And she's... Um, said, oh, oh, my God, I'm in this carriage and I'm alone. And then we went on and he was driving. The, the One of the people in her lives who was affected by this woman was driving. And um, then she started getting frightened. She said, my children are here. She started getting this fear. And he drove them off a cliff and killed the whole family. Um, and it turned out that this woman had been in that life, that previous life, and told him that he had to get away, he had to leave his family. Or else, wow. and, and rather than do that, he drove the whole family off the cliff. Mm. And so, <laughs> this woman came into this life, and as we said before, soul groups, so we have to learn our lessons, and and they show up again. And it's probably not as going to be as severe as this time. But to see that, it's like, right, I know who you are. <laughs> you know, it. I know what you're here for. And I think it's interesting. So I had a lady who came to see me, and she was she says, "Why am I single? Why am I single? Yeah. You know, I really want to find someone." So we did a, a past life regression and we, just to see. We're mm-hmm. kind of having a bit of a play and seeing what happened and she came up with, oh, I think it was two or three lives, but with throughout all of the scenes she was mm-hmm. alone. Yes. Alone, alone, alone. And was she a nun or because that no, often there happens? No, there were just different stories where she just found herself in these very lonesome places mm-hmm. and so this pattern of feeling alone was now replicated in this lifetime. Mm. She just felt very alone and so... It was it was quite cathartic for her to realise that this was a pattern that she had continued and she's like, you know what, I don't want to keep feeling this way of yeah. 
lifetime after lifetime of feeling alone and mm-hmm. and um, yeah, she found someone not, oh, very not nice. very long afterwards. So yeah. that was pretty cool. Did you get an inkling of why she ch- kept choosing that? Uh, no, there was just more about the, the descriptions of the lifetime. She just always found herself at the end of her life mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I kind of pointed out the patterns, she was like, oh, okay. Because we don't know mm-hmm. what we don't know either. But what's really interesting about the, you know, sessions like that, when I first got into it, I was coming in and going, oh, they've, you know, they need to get lose some weight or something like that. They would mm-hmm. come up with yeah. whatever they're here for. And I would do the regression and then I would look very confused. I mean, they couldn't see me because their eyes are closed, but I'm looking at my notes going, why are they talking about being in London? At no point did they mention they were in London in Right, so you weren't deliberately doing past life. No, oh, they just went there. That, okay. That's, that's okay. how it kind of came into my practice right. accidentally. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. look down at your feet. I'd learnt from you. Yeah. <laughs> I like, look down at your feet. Oh, they're bare. Okay, mm-hmm. what, <laughs> what's underneath your feet? Oh, it's sawdust. Okay, so I would find myself in these sessions with clients where we never, ever anticipated going there, but suddenly we're talking, you know, about things that have happened beyond the womb. That's where we go. Did we go beyond the womb? Yes, we went beyond the womb. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and I mean, there's things like um, people who were nuns. I mentioned that a few times because I was. And they take vows of poverty. Ooh, and in this life, yes. they cannot hold on to any money. It goes. They yes. can't. Yes. I've, I've, yeah, I've experienced that too. Vows <laughs> <laughs> of po- And yeah, I suppose vows of chastity. There's all sorts of vows that we've taken in other lives. And yes. um, they didn't get the memo that you're in another life now. That's you don't right. need that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So the, um, what other fears? Um, like there's a list of um, fears and things. Well, there's that different signs that people have had past lives. Oh, yeah. So having the phobias or, or having That's skills. A sign. So, mm-hmm. you know, when someone can naturally just play the piano for Mozart. no apparent reason. Just that yeah. at a four-year-old that starts <laughs> playing. Yeah. That's but a having giveaway. those inexplicable skills that suddenly you can play, you know, something that you've just heard. Mm-hmm. You know, was that a past life? Is that mm-hmm. something that you've carried on? Mm-hmm. From, from previous lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and identifying with other cultures is another one. And this, this one actually, my daughter has done this. So she's had a past life as a French pastry cook. Mm-hmm. Now, when we went over to Paris, we've been over to Paris a couple of times, she found that she could pick the language up really quickly. Yeah. She felt very at home. And she often dreams about Paris and France even now, mm-hmm. but, you know, in a past life, she was apparently a French pastry chef, so that's mm-hmm. quite cool. <laughs> well, you know, there are people that'll start speaking other languages in lives they've had. They yes, can actually spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing is um, people coming back and finding themselves. That's strange. And like I, like you said, I'm running a workshop uh, this weekend, and there's some evidence there that the woman who was Anne Frank, you know, the diary of Anne Frank, yes, I do. she's back. Um, and that's a very interesting story. She actually looks very similar. Does she? Yeah. And she, um, well, they were in um, Amsterdam and with her parents. She's a little girl and she always said, call me Anna, but her name was Barbara. You can Google this. Okay. <laughs> and, I certainly will. <laughs> it's amazing because it's a film. And she's, um, she got, she went to the house mm. and... Um, she told her parents they could walk there from the hotel and they said, how do you know? She said, I know, it's just around the corner. So they did. Yeah. When they went in there, she said, oh, my pictures are still on the wall. 
And her mom said, there's no pictures on the wall. And then, of course, they disappeared, and she got very upset. They called the curator over, and the curator said, well, there usually are the pictures on the wall that Anna and the movie stars and the mm. things a teenage, you know, a young mm. girl would put up there. She said, people were touching them. They were getting ruined, so we're having them put under glass, and then we'll bring them back. Which they are actually back, because I was there just recently. Oh, right. <laughs> and yeah, they're, they're back. back on the wall, yeah. yeah. Under glass. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And there's Edgar Casey. if anyone knows who he is. He's amazing. Um, anyway, he's back now, and yeah, I won't say anymore because people might not know who he is. But these are people that you can look up. They're back, and they often look very similar. Yes, which is interesting. Yes, I mm. love it. It's fascinating. Mm. So, what other evidence do you find, um, or what other um, things let people know they're probably like there's deja vu, like a deja food? Deja vu, yeah. So, deja vu is quite an important one, I think, because they get a, a sense of familiarity mm-hmm. around something, or or being able to do something in a familiar way. So, mm-hmm. is that like I always think to myself, if someone thinks, could that be a past life? My answer will be, yeah, it probably mm-hmm. was, because mm-hmm. I, I've. As I was a sceptic a number of years ago, I've seen enough, (laughs) I've done enough now, I have enough clients who have told me things that they would... I I just can't explain, like, other than the fact that it was a past life. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's a fact now. Mm -hmm. It's a complete fact. Well, if you can get some evidence, they say it's absolutely amazing to go and stand over your old bones. If you can get, if oh, you go, goodness. especially the UK and yeah. places where they keep church, church records of families, mm-hmm. you can find, if you know what your name is on the town you were in, you can find, when I've got people in hypnosis, sometimes they'll immediately go 1812 and the name of a town, yep. la la. But if they start to struggle, I won't stay there because they'll, they may come out of hypnosis. Yes. So I tell them before we start, we'll look for a name, we'll look for dates. Yep. And if you can get them, like the woman I was telling you that was a Civil War soldier, you can go and look up the records. And especially um, if it was one of those places that had churches that kept records of families and names and you can find your old grave. Oh, that would be Stand fascinating. Up. I know. It? <laughs> <laughs> That's worth a trip in itself just to oh, go overseas and look at is, all that. It is. And you can also go and look for soulmates and, and, and things like that. Um, Emma and I are talking about past lives, reincarnation. Now, um, I have t- uh, two tickets to give away to this weekend's workshop. It is Sunday. So if you're free um, and you'd like to win, you'll have to uh, ring the station while we're off air. So they're putting on a song now. We're going to put on Nowhere Man for Neil, the Beatles. Uh, the station, the number is 4226-9393. If you ring that, you may get a ticket to this this Sunday's workshop. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Fox FM. From the tops of Stanwell Park to the blowhole in Kiama, we're here with you. The Illawarra's 106.9, Vox FM. He's a real nowhere man Sitting in his nowhere land Making all his nowhere plans for now
Welcome to Back to Health Nuts on Vox FM. I'm Leslie Nicholson. My guest today is Emma Queen. We've been talking about past lives and um, more recently about what are the signs that you've had one or what, what could uh, alert you to the fact? And we said recurring dreams oh, is yeah. one that comes up. And mm-hmm. I have direct experience with this one. For mm-hmm. many years as a teenager, I would dream that I was trapped in a coal mine. Oh, that's not a very nice dream no, to have. No. And it really wasn't until I was in my late, oh, yeah, it would be 40s, early 40s, is I, I realised that that was a reliving an emotional event mm-hmm. of being trapped. And yeah. Yeah, we went back and I haven't had it since, which was really interesting. So Since you're aware of what it could be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So just having that understanding was healing in itself. Yes. And I didn't feel the need to go back and find out how and why. I just knew no, that I was and no. I was okay with you that. could let it go. I had one. I'm not going to say too much about it, but I was a child uh, in the back streets of um, Germany. And I was only about eight years old and I could see myself, a little boy with a white face and dark hair and in this laneway and there were those um, hats type lights. It was dark and misty and there were piles and piles of rubber boots. That's all I'm going to say. But that dream stopped too when I got into what that was probably about. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredibly sad. Um, I had a gentleman just recently, he went to five or six past lives in a session. That's quite a lot mm-hmm. to go from. And, but <laughs> yeah. what was really interesting, he'd approach me and said, oh, you know, I, I know I've had past lives. I get visions. I get these ideas. Mm-hmm. I have this information. And I said, sure, come on in. We had a couple of hours together and we, um, he wants to write a book mm-hmm. based on those past life characters. So we had mm-hmm. names, we had years. Yeah. It was it was quite detailed and as he's describing it, I'm nearly seeing it with him. He was, it and was you describing may. it. Yeah. yeah. He was describing it in such great detail that I felt that I was there. As soon as he you know, one of the lives was on the battlefield mm-hmm. and I could nearly feel like the, the sound and the the vibration of the bombs dropping mm-hmm. and it was just fascinating. But yeah, he's gonna write a book based around those characters, which I think is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm doing the same because I've got permission from people from I've done hundreds of them. Yeah. There was one that's very interesting and it was um I have to disguise this though. I was a person who had um, I don't even know how I can, other than uh, he wanted to marry this lass. He was had been involved with going to war zones in this life, um, and two different ones. Oh, I can't say much more than he'd... Anyway, we went back to medieval times, and he was um, a soldier there. He was a knight, and he was killed on the battlefield and uh, left her with two kids. And um, in this time, it's much more rich than that. I think I have permission, but I have to make sure that I have permission. <laughs> before I say any more. Anyway, she was reluctant to marry him because he kept going to war zones. He kept yes. going off and coming back and she never knew she'd see him again. Of course, it's a past life. It really did happen. Yeah. I, yeah. One of the, A funny past life that came up um, a few years ago was um, I was in India and I had um, a slave, like, or a servant, <laughs> it was back in a long time ago, <laughs> doing all the things for me and I recognised that servant as being my daughter in this lifetime mm-hmm. and I came out of the <laughs> session and I remember laughing going right who's the slave now who's the servant now she's getting you back <laughs> <laughs> we reverse the roles in this lifetime Absolutely. and I think I've done that with my daughter she often treats me as if I'm the daughter 
Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Me. <laughs> but bossy telling me what I'm like, oh, I'm the mother this time, you know? <laughs> yeah. So are there any other um, inklings that you think that people get? Birthmarks are one too, aren't they? Yes, birthmarks. I mean, as I said, it's more of that inkling. Do I have one? Mm-hmm. It's, it probably is. Or, or that urge to, you know, I feel like there's a book in me. You know, did, Exciting you news on our Radiothon. Two great prizes have been donated. The first prize is a two-night stay off-peak at the highly rated Edgewater B&B at St George's Basin. You get a kingside bed, <laughs> digital TV, ensuite with spa, water views and more. Plus, we're throwing in a $100 gift voucher to Gringo's Restaurant in Vincentia. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. If you donate $10 or more, you go into the draw. Vox FM Radiothon starting Saturday 12th of November to Sunday 20th. Thanks for your donations. My name is Lisa O'Brien, CEO of the Smith family. The COVID-19 outbreak is a huge challenge for all of us, especially the most vulnerable. In Australia today, one in six children are living in poverty. This crisis will hit them hard. Not all children can afford textbooks, stationery, a computer and internet access so critical for ongoing learning. With your help, we'll make the world of difference to these kids. Donate now. Search The Smith Family. Vox FM Community Service Announcement. Hi, welcome back. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was a very uh, abrupt um, interruption of what... Uh, I was good, though. Was, um, but, but what um, Emma was saying um, when we're talking... We've been talking about past lives and evidence of um, the same. What, um, what have you got there, Emma? Well, I suppose we can talk about, you know, passions that people have. Oh, yeah. Like that's something, you know, again, inexplicable passions mm-hmm. where they've never really thought about it before, but they have this urge to dance or this mm-hmm. urge to paint. And, you know, have you written about something in, like, have you been a writer? Mm-hmm. Like, all of those things I feel that they're, they're worth explaining, but. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of going back to lifetimes and looking for the gold, looking for the things that really went well. Because, you know, we've had all mm-hmm. these lifetimes. There's definitely some mundane ones. Mm-hmm. There's definitely oh, some yeah. traumatic ones. But mm-hmm. there could be also some quite fascinating ones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you feel that it's something that you need, it will help you heal, mm-hmm. then I always suggest doing it. And we were talking in, in the break around... The fact that, you know, a lot of people think psychics and, and psychics will definitely help because they'll, they'll see, often see what's happened more than we can. Mm-hmm. But as hypnotherapists, we've got that added bonus of being able to guide people through to their past Oh, lives. it's very different being told you were a farmer in another life. That's you know, right. That's interesting to being the farmer. And you can, my experience is people either look through the eyes of that other them as if they're in that body or they may view it as a scene. And they can watch themselves. Yes. I've, I've seen myself as a on a ship, as a captain of a ship. I've seen All myself right. walking around from above with the same very blonde hair with a black ribbon around it. Yeah. yeah. It's fascinating, isn't it? And it's so mm. much fun, and especially when it's unexpected. Like I said, you know, I've gone into sessions with the sole intention of going back to childhood regression. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we're nowhere near... <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, the childhood regression. We're in a completely different lifetime. Yeah. Um, we were. We were also saying on the break there was. Um, it's only happened once to me. I had a gentleman who feared going back to his past lives, and mm-hmm. I truly believe that if someone that you know our unconscious mind is there to protect us, if that mind doesn't feel safe, then it won't go there. So I suppose for people who they've ever tried it and they couldn't get back mm-hmm. to past lives, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's 
they're feeling they're just protecting themselves mm-hmm. and maybe it will happen next time or maybe they need a bit more relaxation but it's really just a, a guided journey and it's something you know i know you'll be covering this on sunday mm-hmm. i can't wait it's gonna yeah. be really cool yeah but um it's also great to have that debrief after a session with someone and go oh my goodness and you know i've written pages and pages and pages of notes and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I'm, I'm a mad writer, though. I write while mm. people are in the session yes, and then give it back and record them as well. Yes. So I've got lots and lots and lots of recordings. And I will say, I ran um, a group one. Uh, and remember, anyone, there's still another ticket left if you want to ring um, during the break. Oh, yes, please uh, do. 4226. <laughs> 9393 um, to win another ticket to this Sunday's regression. Uh, but there were there was one I did in the Southern Highlands at a center, healing center up there. And there were about 20 people, 25 people. And five of them had, were dancers at the same time in, in this other life. Five of them. Right. And, um, well, four of them were dancers and one was um, a choreographer. But they, they were together in this other life. Mm. I did another one here many years ago for the um, South Coast Astrology Group. And because it was an astrology group, you know, they, they use birth times to do people's horoscopes. Yep. So you need the birth time. It's best to get yep. the houses and that. Anyway... Because it was that, uh, in the hypnosis for about 30 people, I took them back and got their birth times. Most people got their birth times. Right. And, the, and there were five of those who were at the same day at the French Revolution. Ooh, on the same day, yes. three of them knew each other and two had just come along that day not knowing. So they were there on the sacred, they were describing what was happening when they came back on that day. And the other thing was, because we got their um, birth time in, what was it, 1700-something? I don't remember. My my history's not great. (laughs) Because we got the birth time, they could do the astrology chart for that life and compare it to the astrology chart for this life. And you can look. And if you're into past lives through astrology, I don't know, a little bit like the 12th house and the the nodes of the moon. And there are things that show you what your lessons are in this life and what your talents tend to be. And it's interesting to see what was um, unfinished. You can can go and look for unfinished business in another life and and compare it to this one. Oh, that sounds fascinating. (laughs) I love that. Um, I think another sign that, you know, you've had some past life experience is if you have a strong sense of intuition oh yes yes that, that one's good because you know when you we all we all have those feelings those gut feelings those heart feelings it's um apparently that's yeah if you've got really strong intuition you've had plenty of lifetimes mm-hmm. to practice it mm-hmm. and um yeah i love that one that's a that's yeah. a cool one it's i would also call that wisdom Yes, you just know a lot. You know a lot. You know a lot. You've got that feeling you know lots of stuff, but you don't know where it came from. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've got a film of a... It was on Facebook at one point. No, it's um, a child who only looks to be about two years old conducting an orchestra. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, it's unbelievable. And she's, you know, got her hands up and stopping that and bringing in then... With all the strings and all really? of that in a church that thing. Great. I know, I know. It's oh, there's, there's plenty of YouTube videos. I highly recommend spending an evening and just typing in reincarnation, past lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been plenty of documentaries that have gone back and taken little kids back to wherever they, they say they were from a village and then they mm-hmm. recognise houses and they recognise 
where they were buried. Mm-hmm. It's it's a yeah, it's a YouTube wormhole if you ever get into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things is people say, well, uh, you know, why would you want to go back? Even if you do believe in it, why would you want to go back? I mean, we're born with this amnesia. Maybe we should talk about that a little bit. The purpose of coming back, most of us do have the amnesia up well when we're babies we don't apparently going in and out of spirit world and little kids are often very psychic we spoke that uh, about um to um veronica about that last week uh that they have you know they have often their imaginary friends and they're not imaginary at all (laughs) no that's right i actually remember going shopping with a friend in the uk years ago when her little boy was about three Mm. and we went into the clothes shop and um, they, they had a little display of rings, like mm-hmm. dress rings mm-hmm. at the, the front counter there. And he said very loudly, oh, that's what I used to wear when I was a girl. Wow. And I remember looking at my daughter and she's looking at me and she's like, yep. yeah. And my friend was like, oh, no, he says things like that all the time. Mm, now you know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, when you think about it, just just say you had a life where you just couldn't get it. You kept having terrible re- <laughs> <laughs> terrible relationships <laughs> and attracting the wrong kind of person. For some reason, you were not getting the lesson, which is likely unconditional love for self, no matter yes. what. And so that person with a soul contract like that is going to attract people who will challenge them. Mm. And you'll get into strife or you'll go, I'm not being treated like that. And that's the end of that. You got the lesson. So um, th- people can go through lifetimes doing that. They never really get it. And so no. they come again. I've got to learn that. I've got to learn it's, that. I mean, as human beings, we're very much in a patterned state. We do things the same way. You'll, you'll brush your teeth the same way. Mm-hmm. You'll drive home the same mm-hmm. way. It's the same thing with lifetimes. Unless mm-hmm. you kind of start changing things, you're going to have the same lifetime after same lifetime. And Well, also, say you'd, you'd, had, um, uh, you'd not been very nice <laughs> in a previous life. Yes. And we've all had that, I'm sure. Oh, so you absolutely. have to not judge yourself with this. So what if you were a rat bag? You're oh, here to yeah. learn how... It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's self-acceptance. So um, if you came into this life knowing that you were, oh, let's be extreme, a mass murderer, right? <laughs> That'd be kind of a hard thing. I'll never pay that off. Or mm. you meet somebody and you've got to you know, be of service to them or you're going to teach them. Maybe you will be, they're horrible and they've got to learn to not be horrible and you've sacrificed yourself uh, to be of service to allow this person to learn to be nice. Yes. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to remember that. You and know, that's why we don't remember it, right? right. <laughs> we don't want to remember or we were horrible or we did awful things. So there's a good reason. And then somebody might say, well, how come you can get there in hypnosis? My answer to that is if your soul really didn't want you to, you wouldn't see it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we got permission by virtue of the fact that we can. Yeah. So why do you think people, I mean, what's the journey for a hypnotherapist? I'm asking you from mm. one to another. What's the journey look like? What does it look like, typical, a typical session? A typical session uh, depends on what the person wants, doesn't it? I mean, mm. like most of my works with people with trauma in this life, and that's mm-hmm. something I did mean to say. People will come to me and want to do a past life, and I'm like, what's this one been like? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and if they've got trauma, I'm like, we may get there, but I'd encourage them to work with the issues in this life. Yes. This is the most important one. And then we can go back and look at a past life and see where it came from. But some people really, I mean, I'll take them there if 
they want to. And it, it, like, as we were saying before, yes, it can be very healing and it can stop things, but um, it's worth doing the work of this life. I completely agree. And I think it's just being aware that, you know, what, what's the purpose of going back there? Like, is it to, you know, open some more wormholes or mm-hmm. is it to to heal is it to move forward is it just to have a play what is what does that look like mm-hmm. because i think we can get very caught up in that that past life and then not focus on what we're doing it in this be, lifetime that's right and it can be just like like a copping out scapegoat so a little bit not, yeah not being you know not taking responsibility absolutely. absolutely yeah well this happened in a past life so therefore i don't need to do it in this life yeah well, and it's actually, not my fault and stay a victim that's right yeah no we're not we're not into that we're no. all about empowering and moving forward absolutely and <laughs> absolutely and creating future lifetimes yeah so people like you know for hypnosis people come in to quit smoking <clears throat> they come in to um, stop destructive behavior, but um, I do I do like programs for the, the trauma past life. There is uh, there are two doctors that send people um, to me who have cancer. They both treat with cancer. They send yep. them from Sydney and they come down. Makes a big difference because so many diseases are stress-related and driven by it yes. and the pain from whatever's happened to them in the past. It's never been dealt with. And to just get rid of it, uh, you need, with PTSD, two things need to happen. One is it's the past needs to be put in the past mm-hmm. and it's got to get out of the body. Yes. They're two of the main things that need to happen. So people come in and um, I get them to do homework. I know you work in a similar modality to me, yeah. but... but a, Different, same, same, but different. Same, same, but different. <laughs> but it's about putting the past in the past, putting it to bed and not letting it run the show, run yes. their lives. You know? I always talk about, you know, we're not going to break our neck looking backwards. No. We're no. only looking forward. Even mm-hmm. if it's the snail's pace, mm-hmm. we're still looking forward. Yeah, yeah, and create the future that we want for ourselves. Um, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, I do a thing, I get people to quit smoking. It's guaranteed. Mm. So the hypnosis is only an hour and it's guaranteed. Um, past lives as well. I'm trying to think what else. I use a lot of it. Most of my work now, even though I'm a physio and do acupuncture, yeah. most of my work is, yeah. is hypnosis. It's so healing. In fact, it started there because I, I learned hypnosis in 1986. I was a physio at Port Kimball Hospital. And the nurses were learning hypnosis for chronic pain management, the oncology nurses. Yes. And I was allowed to train with them that's fantastic yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's a wonderful thing for pain management because we are in charge our unconscious minds are in charge very powerful very powerful we've been doing some stuff with um dental work yes so you know managing pain Mm -hmm. or not needing to have needles yeah because people are more scared of the needles than they are of the teeth yes issues well I, I had some some work done on my teeth last year and i did self-hypnosis i didn't tell the dentist i did self-hypnosis oh, yes. uh, but the funny thing was they did all the work it was fine and when i came out i felt quite stupid like <laughs> i felt like i was on a really deep trance and i was sort of oh. telling them that i just felt like you know, <laughs> i just think they thought i was a little crazy it's okay, Leslie. It is We're okay. all a little bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember um, in my early training seeing uh, two amazing things. One was a woman who couldn't have any anesthetic. It would have been in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And she was having um, twins. And they did complete and total anesthesia with hypnosis. Yeah. And there was a film. There was a screen up between her and where the surgeons were. Mm. And you could see them. They opened her up and mm. took the babies out. The way that she got into hypnosis was by singing. 
her induction. So she, it's a bizarre film that I saw. She is there singing her heart out, and surgeons are cutting mm. open her tummy and take it. She didn't feel a thing. Wow. Well, that's how it all started, wasn't it? Hypnosis. They were doing operations for people because they didn't have any yeah. anesthetic mm-hmm. back in wartime. So they were, yeah, putting people under and operating on them. So it's actually way older than we realize. And yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's that theta brainwave state. Um, that you can get with deep meditation, yes. with praying, um, and again, hypnosis. Yeah, and of self, oh, they say all hypnosis is self hypnosis. Absolutely. Yeah, we're all taught that. <laughs> and so it's wonderful to be able to um, hypnotize yourself. Oh, completely. And take people on a journey to lifetimes long ago, mm-hmm. help them, you know, mm-hmm. realize their potential in this lifetime, mm-hmm. heal from the past. Mm-hmm. It's, we're incredibly blessed to be able to do this, but I can't wait for Sunday's um, workshop either. Yes, okay, we're going to take a very quick break. We've only got about three minutes left. We're going to listen to Dusty Springfield. Next week, Angelina's coming on. She's an amazing psychic medium. She'll be on our, uh, my guest next week. And we're going to, anyway, if you would like a ticket to... Um, the Past Life Workshop on Sunday, the number is 4226-9393. We'll get your details and we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to 106.9 Vox FM. to Emma Queen for being my guest today. Um, it's been really nice having you on. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, would she come again? Oh, here we go to the news. And Frank and Faye are